we can do this. We are strong, capable yeah. podcasting women. I have no doubt we can do this. My question is, can we record this? I mean, it's red and it's counting up. So it's I gotta feel be, gotta like be a good sign. We've done all we can. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's a free for all from here on out. Welcome to RV Small Talk, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and things that go along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Lindsay. And I'm PJ. And we really miss Clint. That's right. We are here <laughs> at UCamp having a ton of fun and recording a podcast. So we invited all of the ambassadors for New Camp to join us. And I'm so excited. We are sitting inside a metal building during a rainstorm, trying to figure out how to work the equipment. Yeah, sorry, Clint. How are we doing, Lindsay? I don't know, but numbers are going. All right, so welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. So for those who don't know, U Camp is a, an event, a rally of sorts that New Camp puts on for anybody who has a New Camp trailer. So that's uh, tags, Tab 320s, Tab 400s, Cirrus Truck Campers. Uh, what am I missing? Well, there's some obvious out there. There's some obvious. Oh, mm -hmm. some Tadas. There's two Tadas here. There's two Tadas here. Now, Tadas were never made by New Camp, but they were made by Dutchman, who was bought by Thor, who, yeah, there was kind of like part of the Tab line back then. So they're part of the family, of course. Am I the only one that when I see a Tada, I have to say, Tada? No, you're not the only one. I have to oh, curtsy a little shadow. bit. Silver shadow. Is there a silver shadow here? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Kendrick's over there mouthing things. <laughs> well, if there is a silver shadow out there, welcome. We love it. <laughs> okay, we so we have all things teardrop, right? Right. So first up into the gauntlet is Andrew. Andrew, oh, Andrew, you're first. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> Andrew is living. In a tag? Almost. I'm trying to convince the wife to go full time. How's that oh, going? Wait, wait, wait. This is a new wife though, right? It is. Yeah. We were married last October. <gasps> yes. And I heard they had a honeymoon in the tag. 100%. We lived 30 days out of our tag and traveled across the West. And that didn't convince her? I think we're really close. And then bringing <laughs> her here to U camp, I think that's going to tip it in my favor. So hopefully we'll see or, on the road soon. Or not. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It only rained <laughs> for a second. I think he's good. Uh, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> how fun. So, okay. I want to start with like, what do, what is a new camp ambassador? Like you just, you're a content creator. You have a YouTube page. Right. You just kind of share what it's like to be in a tag. Yeah. Essentially I've been creating videos since I was a kid. Anything from weird creative basketball shots to tutorials on how to review a book. And over time, it just ended up continuing and just becoming a part of my life. And New Camp was like, yo, this is pretty cool. How about you create some videos of all of your adventures as you're going around and exploring the country in your tag? So how did that video creation like go towards camping? Like they just kind of naturally merged together? Yeah. So eventually it did end up leading more to travel. So I lived in Ireland for a year and Ooh. started vlogging that adventure because I wanted to remember it, all those experiences. And then it slowly shifted more into getting into camping and then being a part of new camp. And yeah, it's been a blast. So I feel like there's been a lot, especially in the past year or two, of people vlogging about adventures and travel and campers and trailers. So what 
how do what do you do to like make yourself different or noticeable? So I kind of copied my favorite vlogger and took some of the notes from his styles, Casey Neistat. He's been like the vlogger on YouTube for the longest time. Thought he was the coolest dude. And when I started vlogging, I was horrible. I wore the big sunglasses inside because he thought that was cool. So it was a rough start, but eventually... <laughs> we we get the rough start. Yes, yeah. I, get the, I get the sunglasses. <laughs> Looking cool. Yeah. But so eventually yeah. I started learning what was going on, how to do it the right way. And now my specific niche is just getting more personal and sharing like the ups and the downs of travel, living life on the road, getting married. I was about to say, yeah. being a newlywed exactly. like is oh. a whole angle you could take there. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm I'm confused. So how long have you been an ambassador? So actually, we started becoming an ambassador like right as we got married so that we could use and explore with our tag on the honeymoon. So that was kind of the selling point. Okay. A selling point for getting married, a selling point for being an ambassador. <laughs> I mean, <Both>. here's... <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> What's selling what here? <laughs> the question that I have really is that we usually find especially with people who do a little bit of extreme style camping, like um, in a tag, sure. uh, that it, somebody is more for it than the other. Sure. Yes. I was absolutely more into the vibe first okay. because Rachel didn't really know about the whole new camp vibe and going full time out of a teardrop camper. So I kind it's, of introduced her to that world. It's not about the vibe. I'm just telling you, it's a <laughs> tiny camper. Yes. Yes, it is. It really is. So after spending, is problem, yeah, spending 30 days with your brand new wife on the road in a tag, it is an adventure. You're still like, married. I'm so happy for you. We made it through. We made okay. it through. But did you actually cover in your videos and in your comments the downs of the first 30 days. Yeah, so we went over, of course, all the fun, cool adventure stuff. We did talk about, uh -huh. well, we're in this tiny space. We're brand new to this whole camping world, especially being in such a small camper, like a tag, and going through, hey, we're newlyweds, figuring each other out, as well as the adventures that we're going on, some of the things we had to figure out with how to use the camper the right way. Yeah, uh -huh. absolutely. It was all part of the adventure. As Lindsay very nicely says, you crazy. <laughs> it was one crazy, crazy. adventure. Yes, Crazy. indeed. Okay, well, um, how what's changed since you started? I mean, do you like have this? Are, are, do you have warming, wonderful? Do you relationship? smell more? Oh wait, we have different <laughs> is, questions. Is, <laughs> is showering an issue? I, you know, I don't know what 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 unexpected came up. We learned a lot about each other along the way. And I think it sped up the learning about your significant other. Oh, of course. Oh, yes. We learned very quickly the up nuances. Close and personal. Yes. Yeah. So we figured out how to manage the shower schedule because we have an outdoor shower. So we utilize that a lot because we boondocked along the way. Nice. And the ability to not shower every single day. You kind of learn how that works, especially mm -hmm. because you are the newlywed. You still want to like make sure that you are trying to impress them, at least look good in their <laughs> eyes and all of that. Yes. So yeah, it was, it was kind of fun like to figure that out. Do you step right. out of the camper to fart? We did originally start doing that, but now, yes. Now it's all just inside. Yeah, windows it. closed. Yep, it's fine. Yep. Windows closed, you animal. Under the covers. Right. The under the cover fart. I think okay, that's true got love. That. I mean, yep, that's how you know you found the right person. <laughs> Oh, that is. Oh, my fun. goodness. So what's what's next? What's your next adventure, your next trip, your next video? Yeah, so we are planning a similar type of route of what we did out west. So we did a whole big loop of 
the West for 30 days for our honeymoon. And now we're trying to do the same thing for the East, take a month and explore the Eastern loop and all of that. So we're looking forward to that one. Hopefully late summer is the game plan. And then are you going to talk her into a bigger trailer? Is she going to talk you into it? I think we both love the tag right now. So we're pumped to be in that. However, she is very excited to start our young family. So at some point, I'm sure we will be looking up. Maybe one of the tabs might be in the future once we start having the kiddos. Oh, God, a kid is not. Yeah, you're not going to no No (laughs) tag with kids. Two grownups and a baby in a tab is still quite a tight space. So keep us quite a tight space. We certainly will. Well, yeah. I think that's an understatement. That's impossible. Uh, it can't be impossible. It's impossible. Andrew's going to do it. That's right. As a start him young. tell us about it. Yeah, I will. I yeah. start him young. Exactly. And then we'll Learn be good to, to go. Here is your two foot square. <laughs> I still remember one of the first uh, Texas Tiny. Why does your kid crawl in a circle? <laughs> <laughs> I still remember uh, the Texas Tiny Trailer Rally where Simone, my daughter, she was probably like four or five months old. And I remember carrying her around in the carrier and going to different campsites to say hi to people. And the beans, like I was like, she's so grumpy and I don't know what to do with her. And they were like, just stick her in the tag. And I literally just put my baby in these people's tag and then like shut the door and shut all the blinds. And she slept in there. And I was just like, yeah, my baby's in some stranger's tag it's like a big old crib they yeah. can't go anywhere living it up and they're so happy yeah but full-time <laughs> okay well, yeah, well we want to hear all about it yep. and you know you could like tour texas on your way to the east coast we would love to yeah, come see us come we see will. our rally because i want to see how this is going we need to camp next to you i want to know what this is like <laughs> oh yeah i'm ready the dirty okay. details i'm ready before before we let you go plug will you your tell stuff us how to find you because other people might want to know about how this works with newlyweds. They might have questions for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We get a lot on our YouTube channel. We're always happy to answer and offer advice and the things that we've done along the way. So yeah, you can check us out on YouTube. You can actually just search my name, Andrew Schwalick, C-H-W. Oh, Schwalick. Like, yeah. I, can search I know. Say, say it real slow. <laughs> yes, because if you find another Schwalick in the US, we are related to them. Because there are not many of us around. But yes, Andrew Schwalick, and it's C-H-W-A-L-I-K. And that's really where we publish all of our content. And you'll be able to dive in, have conversations conversations with us and hang out and learn along the way. All right. We yeah. will put that in the show notes as well. So if you want to find them, you can go to our show notes at rvsmalltalk.com and we'll link to your page. One last question. Sure. I just wonder this off the top of my head. Why did you choose your name as your YouTube channel? It's and- actually because when I was a kid, I had no idea what I was doing and I just started a YouTube channel. It was by default my name and, and it's you just, just carried over. It's just continued. Right. Yep. Just wondering. Yep. Very cool. Thanks, Thanks for chatting with us. Yeah, well, thank you this guys. Is so this is fun. awesome. I loved it. I have to drink some wine. You start. Hey, Jen. <laughs> Hi, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us here, Jen. Um, it has been so fun to visit with you. We got to talk earlier, and uh, I just had no idea about your background and who you were. So introduce yourself. Please let people know what what you do. Sure. Uh, my name's Jen Grover, and I am a Tab 320 owner. I'm on my second Tab 320. My first was a 2015 Tab 320 I bought back in 2014. I was brand new to camping, brand new to RVing, and um, it was just... Re- it was really just something... 
I wanted to do so I could be closer to the areas I wanted to photograph. Uh, my hobby is landscape photography, so I wanted to be closer. And Tab was a great gateway for that. And has that worked? Uh, it's been awesome. I not only am now a traveler in an RV, but I'm a camper as well, which I would not have been either prior to my first tab. How did you find the tab in the first place? You know, I, I try to remember and think, how did I come across it? I was stumbling across ultra or doing searches for ultralight RVs. And I came across several different trailers, was looking at some pop-ups. I really didn't love the idea of a pop-up. Um, and then I saw an ad or an article in a small trailer site about the tab. And of course it was that classic picture of a tab being towed by a Mini Cooper, which we all know people <laughs> don't really do I in America. I picture. Yeah, no kidding. I come into the dealership so all the time and they're like, that. look what I can do. Nope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not from us, you can't. <laughs> But I, I didn't have any illusions that I would be buying a Mini Cooper and towing, but I did see the trailer and thought, that is such a cool trailer. And I thought, well, I'll never I'll never be able to afford something like that, you know, and just sort of chucked it in the back of my mind. And um, a few years later, and at that time it was a little confusing because Dutchman had been making them and uh -huh. they were no longer being made. Right. And it was around the time New Camp hadn't really started making them. So just put it in the back of my mind. And then a couple of years later, when I actually was in the market to make a purchase, I saw the tab. And not only was New Camp making them now, but they had bathrooms. And the bathroom was the selling point for me. I really just don't enjoy public bathrooms at all. So getting we, it. Who we, does? Yeah. yeah. I enjoy public yeah. bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> But it's amazing the people who have a tab with a bathroom and they still go use the bathhouse. I'm like, are you kidding me? I bought, you know, a tab Mandy with a bathroom. Mandy is sitting right next yeah. to you. You better be careful. Yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't use it for different reasons, right? Yeah, she needs yeah, the we'll space. Talk, we'll talk about that in a second. Do not take up for right. her. Okay. We'll talk How about that in a second. I love the, ba the very tiny closet bathroom in my tab. What can I say? Mm -hmm. I mean, the first time I was just talking with somebody this morning. So the first time I took a shower in a Walmart parking lot, I was like, this is a little weird. You know, here I am showering in a Walmart parking lot. Do people know I'm showering, you know, when they're walking by? But you get past that and you just embrace now it's it and just enjoy freedom. It. Yeah. I'm showering in a Walmart parking lot. Yes. <laughs> and then I plug my hairdryer, my goal zero battery and I'm on my way. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Where have you been in your tab? Uh, Have I've, you like covered the United States like Andrew did or I'm at least not, half of it? Yeah, I'm not so much the like hit all the states or hit all the national parks. I tend to go back to some of the same locations because as Mandy would probably tell you, when you do photography, you go back over and over so that you get the right conditions. So the leaves are right. You get snow on the peak. You get the right clouds. And uh -huh. even if I've got a great shot somewhere, it's never the same, same shot twice, right? Mm -hmm. Something's changed. The trees have grown. The foliage is different the flowers are up or you get different clouds in the sky. So I do tend to go back to the Rocky Mountain area quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, I've been as far as Jasper National Park up in Canada, which from Pittsburgh is pretty far. That is pretty and far. I try to squeeze it in my three week vacation time and it's hard to get everywhere in three weeks. So I try to, I tend to do a lot of shorter stays and make the most of my vacation time. I spend an average of 40 hours driving on a three week vacation. 
So, yeah. Jen, you you don't have a four-legged friend, correct? I do. You do? Okay. Yes, I have a small Shih Tzu named Rocky. Okay. Well, I didn't a know. Maybe your nickname was Rocky. I don't no. know. Um, I like saying that. Shih Tzu. Yes. You just like saying beep. You know, um, I actually had to look it up. Like, what's the right way to say it? I was doing a video for Mandy you. last year for she, the pets. And I was like, I don't know the proper pronunciation. And if I don't say it right, people are going to totally bust on me for saying it wrong. So I listened to it and there, I found this very breathy woman pronouncing it. And she said, she's too. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't think I can pull that no, off. No, you should That's definitely me, say but. that every single time. <laughs> So, like, on a personal level, does it get, like, Andrew, you know, just got married, Mandy and Kendrick are together. Does it ever get lonely? Like, do you feel like, I don't know, you just get bored by yourself and you have no one to bounce ideas off of or as a content creator? I don't know what it says about me, but no, I don't. <laughs> okay, no, it doesn't I mean, say anything says about awesome you. Yes, it says you're amazing. I was just wondering. I, have, I think I feel too busy. Like, I, I just go, go, go. And so it's not like I'm sitting around thinking about the fact that there's nobody else there. And typically, I'm, I'm encountering people. You know, I'm meeting people all over the place. I've met some really interesting people. I think because I'm alone, people are more willing to strike up a conversation with you. You know, I've watched a Penguins hockey championship game at a brewery in Colorado and had a really interesting conversation with another person who was there alone. So you really meet some really cool people when you're alone because they don't think, well, they're with their family or they're with their well, you, significant other. Yeah, you're giving off that energy, like inviting energy. Um, I think a lot of people are scared to go off by themselves because they don't have someone to do it with. So it's really cool to hear that someone's doing it by themselves and enjoying it. And it's freeing. Yeah. You know, I think I traveled alone for business. So I was already sort of used to that whole right. type of thing and got over going into a restaurant by myself years ago from that. So right. It wasn't really a big deal when I started traveling. I think it was weirder for my family than it ever was for me. Yeah. What what kind of questions do you get about traveling alone? Are people worried about it? Do you get a lot of people asking about that? People um, are, are always like, do you feel safe? Yeah, I feel safe. I mean, I, th there have been one or two times all of all my travels that I haven't felt safe and um, once I had a man following me in Aspen, Colorado, I actually had a friend with me at that time and I made some um, intentional turns that would be odd to see if he was actually following me or if it was just coincidental. And so finally I just stopped and I, I, point, I said to my friend and pointed right at him, I said, he's following us and he took off and that was it. Um, but other than that, for the most part, I feel very safe. People, I think, if anything, with these campers, they tend to look out for you for some reason. Even the big rigs, like you're yeah, like the novelty or at the campground. It's like, you know, everybody has some vested interest, even though they really don't. They feel like they do. It's sort of a strange thing. You are the funky little camper that everybody wants to just keep an eye on. Yes. Yes. See what's happening. Who's in that funky camper? Yes. Right. <laughs> you kind of get that feeling from people at the campground. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because I do a lot of boondocking. So sometimes uh -huh. people, you know they don't even know what camper I'm with or with photography. I could be gone from 
well before sunrise till well after sunset. Right. And so they don't see me and they'll wait to like, they sort of stalk you waiting for you to return to your camper so they can ask you about it. Right. Right. Isn't that interesting? I think it's so fun. Yeah. So what is next for you as far as your travels, your YouTube channel, your videos? Yeah. So I have um, some Ohio camping planned for the rest of the summer with my full time job. I will work remotely for a week from a campground here and there. And then I had a trip planned to Canada and I've just recently canceled it um, for the fall. So I'm sort of retooling my fall plans. I'm not sure what that's going to be yet. We have some suggestions. You have some ideas for me. We have some ideas. That's right. And I have a friend who's buying a tab and she has previously owned a tab and missed it. So she's buying another one and she wants to learn to boondock. So she might tag along with me. We'll see. You know, that'll be fun. Yeah. So that could be fun. Mm -hmm. And we talked about shooting a bit, you know, some videos, just what that's like for her learning to boondock, because I think that's something I get a lot of questions about. Like, how did you have the courage? How did you know what to do? Mm -hmm. And so that could be really neat for people to have a chance to do that Mm -hmm. vicariously through her. So we might be doing that. But I I might pick your brain on your ideas because I thought, well, I could just go back and do the things I know in Colorado and Utah. That's always easy and doesn't require advanced planning for me. I, you know, have a nice catalog up here in my brain, Uh but um, I've, I've been toying with some other ideas, too. So. Well, you can always pick our brain, but do you want good ideas? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, we always have ideas, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know how useful they are. But yeah, yeah. my yeah. ideas just come to Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the okay. end. They are awesome. That's what Lindsay's got. It's hot. <laughs> yeah, right. but is it 30 mile an hour winds like we're having today? Sometimes. All right. So excuse the echo. We are sitting in a little metal building. Yeah. In the campground. I like it. We're so, sheltered from the wind, which yeah. seems to have died down, by the way. Good. It's well, still fairly. I still see a lot of dancing. Sh- with Jen, the it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the weather is beautiful. All right, Jen, before we move on, I want you to plug all your stuff. And again, we'll put it in the comments for anybody who wants to follow Jen and her adventures. But where do we find you? Sure. I have a website, Jen, J-E-N-N. Grover, G-R-O-V-E-R, JenGrover.com, and my YouTube channels, Jen, Gro- Jen Grover Photography. Awesome. That sounds great. I am so glad one more time we get to talk to Mandy and Kendrick. So Yay. yeah, We're taking over just, your podcast. You're just like part of our family, you know? <laughs> So while we're talking to ambassadors, we can't leave you guys out. Of course, it's just so fun to hang out with everybody. But, you know, it's interesting at these events, we hardly see each other. I know. I mean, it's we sad. haven't sat together yet. This no. is it. This is our first time. Yeah. So, so hey, how's cool. it going? <laughs> hey, it's going great. I'm having a really fun time. How about you? I think we're pretty exhausted. Um, What's you camp like for you guys? Uh, I feel like when people get married and they have a wedding and they just say like the whole thing's a blur because they talk to everybody like it's like a week long just event like blur. Uh huh. Yeah. We're on day five and my voice is getting raspy because I've been talking nonstop for five days. Mm hmm. 
We have bags under our eyes, I think, just from yeah. uh, late nights and early mornings. It's a good thing this I is a podcast. I thought that was from like donuts and cinnamon rolls. That that's, that's probably what I would go for. Could be the sugar high, <laughs> the sugar crash. The sugar crash. That's right. Yeah. By noon, it's all gone and we need more sugar. Well, it, it's exhausting, though, in a super wonderful way. Yes, I agree. I agree. And like we talked about before, everybody here is so happy. It has been such a fun event. Yeah. But I we've talked about the history of the other ambassadors. And, you know, I don't think we've actually ever asked you, how did it happen that you became a new camp ambassador? I would say, so I got my first tag in 2015. And, you know, I just started living in it just like because it was a tool to take me the places I needed to go. Like, and I had no idea it was going to be this whole community that I bought into. No idea. Because you were a photographer. And yeah, exactly. Just like Jen, and you so wanted to was, go out and take pictures. Yeah, it was just going to be a tool to use to get out and go the places I wanted and camp and enjoy. Anyway, there were a number of hiccups that I hit along the way. Most of them have been publicized between, you know, a stolen camper, a broken frame, and a lot of other things. And, and when these things happened... I was, and still am, I mean, just basically a nobody. I mean, I was just anybody else. They, as in New Camp, had no idea who I was. Right. Um, I had no influence right. at that point. And even on social media, I had no influence. And New Camp, who was at the time Pleasant Valley, took such, such, such amazing care of me. Like, unbelievable. And people to this day, they go, oh, they just did that for you because you're Mandy Lee. And it's like, no, I no, they had no idea who I was. And they they drove from Ohio to Las Vegas to replace my frame, not knowing who I was. But all of those issues started a really amazing relationship with them. And over the last six years, they are family. I mean, the people, the people there, they met me and treated me like family. And then when I brought Kendrick into the mix... There was zero questions. They just, oh, here's 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 Kendrick now, and it was just like family. So um, it just grew. We talked about getting married and living in a tab for thirty days. Then we talked about traveling by yourself. You guys have kind of done both. So you travel by yourself, and then all of a sudden, you and Kendrick travel together. So. What was that like? Was that a transition? Was that like I love traveling by myself? Oh, yes. I think there I were like there were tears. Else. I just want you to. I remember. <laughs> I'm going to embarrass Mandy, but I remember when she met you. Don't worry. Don't shake your head. <laughs> and I remember Mandy texting me and being like, "Oh my goodness, he's amazing, and he makes coffee every morning." And that was like. That's literally what she texted me. It's like, <laughs> this is so awesome. Check it out. He makes coffee for me. Well, That's so sweet. I mean, I won't deny the being amazing thing. I mean. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Just own it. So, yeah, when we hit the road together, it really was not a big transition for, for me. And I don't think so for her either. She was in the tag for maybe like six months or so before we met. And then... Uh, I had been in the back of my beat up old uh, Toyota Tacoma for about 
about four and a half years before we met and we were both used to small spaces, no bathrooms. Um, and yeah, basically just, um, simplicity. So Mm -hmm. when we hit the road, the biggest thing was combining her stuff and my stuff and making it our stuff and, uh, doing all of that within the confines of a tag and a Jeep Cherokee with a roof box on it and uh, just kind of making that work. Um, So that was a little bit of a challenge, but it's not like I think people envision it. It wasn't uh, some huge ordeal about us downsizing and moving into this tiny thing when we're used to living in apartments because both of us had already done that. Um, And then, uh, you know, once we did that, and we spent a couple months, I think maybe two or three months in the tag together. We upsized and we moved up to a 320, a tab 320. And uh, so were there we, questions about what goes in your 320 and what you leave behind? Well, with the 320, I mean, it was, an, again, an, an upsize, an, right? an upgrade. We had more space, more storage. And the biggest thing was, OK, we have more space now. The natural tendency is to fill it with more stuff always and not doing that that's the difficult thing whenever you get a big space just you know keeping it simple and how did that work did you accomplish it over time or did you fill it up i think part of what you're asking was actually the initial when we first moved in together like how did we pick what do we keep and what do we not keep between the two of us and we, when we first got together, we went to, I think my parents' house and we literally emptied everything we owned. So we emptied his truck and my Jeep. Did and you like the cover tech, the front lawn? Just and we, like- we did. Oh. We like put everything out on the front lawn. I'm not I even have joking. to imagine yeah. there's a lot of doubles, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot of so necessities. That's, that's what yeah, we did. Did you initially. have two toothbrushes? No, well, no, we I'm still not talking have two toothbrushes. toothbrushes. I'm talking like I mean, yeah, we do. Irons. We do each still have our own toothbrush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, we did. So the first thing we did was we spread everything out on the lawn, and anything there was a double of, we picked one and and got rid of the other. But then we each had things that were like just extra, you know. And I especially had a lot when I first hit the road. I thought I was going to have like time for hobbies and that was a total joke i have no time she also did you bring had, your embroidery but, no, but just i just want to say all the other ambassadors are literally just <laughs> yeah. laughing and nodding their heads i right mean now. so <laughs> i had things with me i thought i could feel like i had a like um, what i had a mandolin because i was convinced i'm gonna live on the road i'm gonna teach myself to play the mandolin and i thought that would be awesome no i had no time for but that mandy with a mandolin is just like a great i know hashtag. it's awesome yeah, you right? totally and yeah, don't give up that I dream also okay had, um, we're rooting for you um i had a i had a couple of like bows like bow and arrows like bows because i thought i could because that was a hobby growing i used to like to shoot bows and i was like oh yeah i'm totally gonna have time to do this no that just took up space so anyway there were things and i was worried that by getting rid of those things i was like getting rid of that hobby you were giving but up it's, all your hobbies it's not to the live truth, on the road but that is why when kendrick and i first got together and he was like come on mandy have you have you touched this in the last year and it's like no those things actually survived the first cut so and they, he just they, they went did. on the road with us for probably six months <laughs> so the, you could see how mandolin. much she didn't use them exactly <laughs> it's true <laughs> so he I just like, gave you a reality check yeah and so it's it was there, and they're still and there when stuff, you're ready yeah none of that right. stuff ever saw the light of day it's true 
It's and true. Then the <laughs> well, that's because time, it was under four layers of other stuff. And the you next time get we did our, our purge, as we like to call it, yeah. um, those things did not survive the cut. The purge. Uh, which that but just sounds depressing. I was trying. <laughs> the point I was trying to make is that I cried at getting rid of things because I felt like getting rid of the thing meant I was getting rid of part of myself. But I really wasn't. If I want to go play mandolin, I'll just go buy another mandolin when I have time to do it, which is yes. not right now. What an you amazing I mean? concept, yes, right? Maybe. And so it yeah. like, You could someday have another big, mandolin. That's the big picture point is that it's okay to get rid of things that right now don't fit into what you do. Yes. Yes. She still has the mandolin. She doesn't have to buy a new <laughs> okay, one. Okay, it's at my parents' house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the truth. I've never, I've never the truth. It. I still haven't played it. Side note. She, she also had, I think, no less than five hammocks inside the jeep whenever okay. we okay. met. Okay, I can't, I can't get on board with that because hammocks are life. You need five hammocks. Five hammocks. And I also okay. had like another thing for Lindsay. I had like a hundred pairs of sunglasses. Yeah, you did. Now and me and you 40. just bond over sunglasses. Like it's our thing. Yeah, now I have okay. what, 40. I want to know. I want to know, Kendrick, what did you give up that was hard for you? The hardest thing for me to give up. So when I lived in my truck, um, I first started out, I had the entire surface area of my bed had a four inch memory foam mattress on it and that's what I slept on. And then I eventually cut that down to where it only covered maybe about 40% of the bed and everything else was gear storage. So I had everything I needed for running 100 miles in the mountains, backpacking for a week, uh, climbing. Um, I think I had my bicycle uh, equipment in there as well. I had Hashtag uh, mountain man. skis, <laughs> ice climbing gear. I had all of this stuff. How many pairs of shoes? <laughs> I would say at minimum, I always had at least about 20 to 30 pairs of shoes because that was when I was running a lot and a pair of shoes might only last me a month. Yeah, but then um, why do you keep it if it only lasts you a month? Well, I don't keep it. I throw them away once they're done. And then you buy another one and you have 30? Yeah. 30? Probably 20. I'd always, I have never I'd in my life had sale. 20 pairs of shoes. I'd buy I live shoes in a two-story house and I own four pairs of shoes. So that is not all just <laughs> running shoes. three of them shoes, are identical. So that's climbing <laughs> shoes, running shoes, road running shoes. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're, you're then, very active, um, so way more active than me. Flip-flops <laughs> included in that, sandals, uh, you know, Sanook uh, slipper thingies. Um, so that was the thing I had the most of. So downsizing your shoes, was that like emotionally hard for you? No. You, you didn't cry like Imelda? Well, because no. he hasn't downsized them. We still have all 30 pairs. In the what? Room. What? What? No. Could you guys downsized. hear that? You go look I, in the camper. I hope camper. you can hear that. You go right look now. in that camper we right now. We just left some behind. We just left some behind like last let's, week. Let's do and a podcast on um, shoes. Kendrick's shoes. So the biggest thing about shoes is obviously my feet are bigger than Mandy's. So she has more shoes in the camper and the truck at any given time. But mine take up more volume. Which is all that matters. I think we have, when you're living in a we, camper, right? We share the volume of the space. We're we're down to the volume of our shoes. That's what Listen, we're talking about I now think, in life. I think that sharing a small space with somebody else is always going to be that like you're always gonna have challenges. There's always gonna be a give and take. And my God, you guys are doing amazing with it. You really are. 
That's that so was, sweet. That was a one compliment. That's what? all you get. What? That's all you get. What? No more. I won't. Next lie. year, I'll give like, you another one. Kendrick and I fight all the time, and we can sit here and we can bicker on this podcast about all the things we fight about. But then you look back, and we've been doing it for four and a half years now, okay. and and we're still here. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're, you're gonna right. fight. We fight probably daily about something. That's that's but not fighting. We're still that's here. like living in a small space with another person or but, living in a big space with another person but do you go outside to fart no <laughs> never okay. it took what maybe five days for me to start peeing in front of him which is like pretty unbelievable for a relationship like literally five days peeing in, like peeing no, like with outside. the door open or like we oh, don't have a outside. bathroom. Okay, I'm sorry. What door am I going to leave open? They do have a bathroom. They, they don't use it. <laughs> Let's say this again. No, but we're outside. Peeing outside. That's we're, what she is talking I'm about. I'm talking about like peeing outside. Walking over there and, you know. Oh, I can't find a tree. Kendrick, I'm going to pee right here, okay? And and then it was a very 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 I short time. <laughs> it was a Yo, Andrew, you can't do this yet. It was a very what? short time. Even bigger than just peeing outside in front of one another was Kendrick could always pee in a bottle when we're at the Walmart parking lot. And I couldn't until I got the little go girl funnel thingy. I used that to pee in a bottle. And the first time I peed in a bottle in front of him was like freedom. No, and th- those I taught things a girl are amazing. Here, They're amazing. I taught a girl here Can at you U camp. Yeah, like the other day, <laughs> I taught a girl here at U-Camp to pee in a bottle. Or I was telling, we were talking about it. I told her about it, how I do it, why, why I, yeah, how and why and whatever. <laughs> and then the next morning, she comes up to me and she's, Mandy, you'd be so proud of me. I peed in a bottle last night because I told her how. And she was so proud. As, as weird as this sounds, anybody who has been on the road, like as a woman, it's, it really is a sense of freedom. Oh, it fair. really, really is. Because it rules our life when we have to pee and where we can pee. And I feel like this could be its own podcast. I mean, but, you we know. need to have a pee pee podcast. <laughs> so the thing we already had one on toilets. Now we have to have one on non toilets. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I think the tipping point there was she saw that I could just get up and go in a bottle, and that's the end of it. And it's a, a two minute ordeal, if that. Um, she would have to get up, get dressed decent enough and put clothes on to go into Walmart, which I mean, to go into Walmart, you don't have to be dressed that decent. <laughs> yeah, I was going to um, say, I, you know, it's still have done. you seen those, suit, huh? those videos that they put up and we're of parked people at the at Walmart? end of the parking lot. She has to trudge all the way across it and go inside, do that. And, um, that was back when Walmarts were actually open 24 hours a day. Now, pretty much every Walmart we've been at is not They close at 11 or so. So during opening or closed hours, um, you have to find some place to go. Um, and, and the, uh, the parking was, lots are lit well. You can't just yeah. go in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. It is, it, it is on the spotlight, right? The security guard would probably say something. Okay. So now that we've talked about PP, <laughs> anybody who does Lindsay not- put her sunglasses on for this conversation. I just want everyone it's to know. This time. Okay. Anybody who does not yet follow Mandy Lee and Kendrick, I'm not sure what you're doing with your lives, but also where do people find you guys? Um, On all the things as Mandy Lee photo, M-A-N-D-Y, 
L-E-A, thanks parents, photo. <laughs> <laughs> she so, loves you. like YouTube. I know she does. Uh, we do videos where Mandy Lee photo on there. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and newly TikTok, which is like ugh, a thing. I mean, just embrace it. <laughs> but I am. I'm trying. Everything's a wave. But yeah, we're there. So we're on the things. We'll link all of it in our show notes at rvsmalltalk.com. You can also find Kendrick on Facebook. Mine is just my full name, Kendrick Calloway, K-E-N-D-R-I-C-K, and then Calloway, C-A-L-L-A-W-A-Y. Like the golf clubs. Like the golf clubs. All right. It will all be linked in our show notes at rvsmalltalk.com. Ambassadors, I know it's been a... uh, it's been a great hour. Thank you for sticking with us. And hopefully we'll get to see you again at UCAMP. Absolutely. Or maybe before, right? Texas. Right? Oh, you know we'll be there. Texas. That's Woo. right. It will be so fun. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We'll do it again. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I mean, I don't know. Do I push the record thing again or the